This is Ananub Current, episode one, for the week of June 30th through July 6th, 2014. This is the show where we take a noob to anime and we watch the most recent season. Uh, by which I mean we watch handpick episodes from the most recent season rather than watching everything because... There's a lot of shows that come out of seasons, so no chance you're going to get us to watch all of them. But this week, what we're for this week at least, and we'll see how things go on in future seasons. But we're starting off with four episodes. I mean, four. Yeah, well, four episodes of four anime. Um, Brand new as of this week. Yes, uh, we've got Free Eternal Summer, Sailor Moon Crystal. Um, what's the other one called? Shirogane no Ishi Argevolen. And then we also have Aldnoa Zero. So, these are, out of all the shows that have come out, these are the ones that look the most interesting, at least. And, yeah, I have to say, overall, a lot of the stuff that came out this season, I kind of look at it and just thinking, yeah, this is, summer season is not necessarily the best season. I mean, you I got to save all your stuff for fall and winter, right? Yeah. I guess. So yeah, you've got a lot of shows here that I see on the list that are coming out this season that a lot of them just, eh, I don't know. A lot of them, none of them really stand out as I must see this, but then the more I look, the more I see, oh, hey, some of these look pretty decent. But yeah, for now, we're going to stick with four episodes a week because any more than that would be a little ridiculous. <laughs> Although I guess it depends on how long we spend talking about the individual that's true. Um, yeah. Series, and starting off, let's go ahead and just start with Free Eternal Summer, the second season to Free Iwatobi Swim Club. So if you liked the first season, you're going to like the second season, and if yeah. you didn't like the first season, you're not going to like the second season. I only watched the first four episodes of the first season, but what the hey. I, it, there wasn't really much to miss, was there? No, not really. Yeah. No, I, you, I mean, everything that you see in the second season is stuff that you can imagine, yeah, this is obviously going to happen after just watching a couple episodes of season one. The character arcs are not exactly the most original. Well, no, no. not at all, actually. Yeah. So that's coming from the resident Ananube. But, yeah. I, <laughs> If you've seen any show with the <laughs> kids in high school, you know that the logical next step mm -hmm. when they've resolved the problem with the bad guy is to start worrying about college, and that's exactly what they went to in this episode. Somewhat, yeah. I mean, it's more what they're doing is that the third years, um, as is pretty usual in anime clubs, is the third years are quitting to uh, their, team, their clubs to start focusing on the... You know, on getting into college. With this one, the, it's more the folk. They're still, you know, I think they're like all. It's yeah, they're. Uh, this is like a new semester, so the older ones are all third years this time around. And so. Yeah. 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 So it's like they'll they'll get to worrying about college, but we'll see where it goes from there. I don't imagine this getting more than two seasons unless they decide to go into the Olympics or something, which would be kind of entertaining. But no matter what they do with the show, mm. I will be entertained. Because yeah. you heard how much I laughed in this episode. And I probably yes. was laughing at parts that aren't funny or weren't intended <laughs> to be funny, but they ended mm. up being hilarious. Yes, the the level of fangirl baiting in this show is absolutely spectacular. Oh, yes. It's, Bravo. Yeah, it's very much, it's so incredibly on the nose about it that it's actually really funny. And just that alone would make this show appeal to a lot more people than the initial target audience, I think. it's It does actually have a pretty decent sense of humor to it, especially just with this first episode. I mean, the story stuff is just like, whatever, but yeah. the comedy beats are pretty good um, overall. Especially... As long as you're not a sourpuss like Nathan, and he's not <laughs> here to defend himself. Yes. Yeah, so the basic story here is that with a new semester, they're trying to get new club members and they're also dealing with the third years leaving, you know, leaving their clubs. And so it's kind of, you know, it's just, it's a very slow-paced kind of um, affair. But it does have mm -hmm. some really funny moments, like when they're presenting their club and... Shocking the student body. Yeah. And it starts, yeah, it starts off with, like, for the first two when they pull off their shirts, the all the girls are 
enjoying it. But then by the third one, they're like, uh, okay then. <laughs> this is boring now. Which I thought was kind of funny. It was like, at first they're like, yeah, it's so, it's like, uh, it's topless guys. And then by the third one, they're like, oh, it's yeah. the nerd. And I was like, wait, no, he's, he's just as sexy as any of the other ones. What is this? And then by the fourth one, I was like, oh, right, they're just bored. Yep, they're <laughs> bored already. Mm-hmm. I wonder if that's a comment. I wonder if that's a commentary on the future of this series that they're going to do two seasons, but they're not going to do th- a third because by that point, I think you're looking way too much into this um, show. <laughs> probably, but if it doesn't, if it doesn't get more than two seasons, that's going to be my interpretation here All right, well, of what this enough. show. Yeah, you know, I guess of what we can debate it next summer if there's another season. I would. I would be surprised if there was, but yeah, and with the, the timing of it is pretty decent. What with them, you know, it's basically being, oh look, summer's over, uh, winter's over, now it's spring. So it probably would have done a little better in the spring season, but yeah, overall it was well placed. I figured it'll move to summer soon, though. Hence the oh yeah, yeah, title. definitely. I'd be surprised if it didn't. Well, overall, if you can handle a bubblegum anime, that's what I feel like it is. It's just happy, pretty much, colorful. Yeah kind of stupid mm. yeah I think uh, sorry one sec oh. yeah so I just got distracted I just found another one that I'm actually looking at and thinking hey I kind of want, want to watch that it's, put it on the list <laughs> yeah it's called Rail Wars it's a um, series about train conductors oh my god that actually kind of looks moderately interesting but yeah anyway yeah this um, speaking as someone that's not watched all of the first season it was entertaining, a lot more entertaining than I felt it had any right to be, uh. <laughs> for how obviously pandering it is. Yeah. And so that alone was makes it kind of worth uh, look-see. All right. Now let's move on to our next show. Uh, where'd it go? So what was your verdict, though? Uh, Out of five... I don't, what does Nathan say? Five stars? Five somethings? Yeah, I would give it... Uh, or is it 10? Is it out of 10 or is it out of 5? Uh, out of 10 is too much. Let's do out of 5. Let's do out of 5. I say out of 5, I would give it a 3. Yeah, I'd probably either 3 or 4. Yeah, I mean, it's not... I think it's highly entertaining. Yeah, it's very entertaining. It ha- you have to be in the right mood for it. Yeah. And it, like in the right mindset to just... Mm-hmm. It's like a Transformer film, you know? You just have to turn your brain True. off. Yeah, it is definitely one of those ones. No offense, Michael Bay, no offense. No, all of the offense. Screw Michael Bay. (laughs) Uh, Let's see, what on earth? Why is Sailor Moon not on this list? Weird. This list does not have everything on it. It It's so bizarre. Where'd it go? Anyway, uh, let's move on to our next one. It's Sailor Moon Crystal, which is the reboot of the Sailor Moon anime. Brand new animation, voice work, and everything. It's just, you know, it's completely new, and it's kind of interesting. It's meant to be following the plot of the manga more closely and not take as long to get to the point as the original anime. And, well, I think with this one, the thing, it's kind of hard to tell that from this one because the plot is the same as the plot of the first episode of the original anime, um, except it's paced better, it's animated better, newer, it's got better music, much better music. Well, here's, okay, this is coming from the noob, right? So I started, mm-hmm. when did I start Sailor Moon? Like a month or two ago? About that, yeah. Okay, I know more about Sailor Moon now after one episode of Sailor Moon Crystal yeah. than 16 episodes of Sailor Moon, mm-hmm. uh, the original. Yeah, that like, one- the, the, I had no idea that they were all looking for the what was it, the silver crystal. Oh yeah, until like until episode. this episode is like oh, not only is Tuxedo Mask or whatever his name is, I can't remember his name. Spoilers. Yeah. Um, which is pretty obvious in Sailor Moon Crystal. That's why I laughed at you when you were um, saying, "Oh, I bet he's Tuxedo Mask." It's like no shit. <laughs> well, <laughs> they didn't make it that obvious in the first. Show. Obvious enough, but yeah. Well, this show was... Well, this one, it was... Yeah. yeah this... Why are you wearing a tuxedo, you mean old man? <laughs> yeah. This one was very much um, the show that um, is there for people that already know the story. Definitely, I, 
if, yeah, I have a hard time recommending it to anyone new. Because, I mean, I'm sure you're enjoying it a lot more because you've seen the original mm, anime. So, I'd recommend... Well, I recommend... What? Oh, no, yeah. you're the winner. Uh-oh. <laughs> I have to buy you something. Go I ahead. would recommend this to someone that actually wants to see Sailor Moon. I'd recommend watching Crystal over the other one. Right, so Because far. I feel like we get to... Like, there's... What the moon princess that they talk about off yeah. and on in the original is mm. in her dream. Yeah. And yeah. there seems to be a point going with the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I had already recommend the show over the other one. Like, oh, you can skip the other one. You'll get the story in this one. So yeah. This one, it is. Yeah. The thing with this one is that it has the advantage of being able to tell the story after the original has already been finished mm-hmm. well the other one they had to stretch a lot of time and that's partially why i kind of feel that yeah if you want a good anime you need to wait for the original manga to be finished mm-hmm. before getting into you know doing any anime. i think i like show. the animation better on the new one yeah it's, i mean the old one's fine but it is old. but the when she always was it is it called chibi when chibi she gets, oh yeah when yeah, she freaks chibi. out mm-hmm like, it was nice that they just hid their faces when they were freaking out this time. Yeah. It just felt more... Hmm. Real? Is that the right word? Yeah. Realistic? Well, I don't know. The interesting thing about it is that the um, the art style is a little more in line with the manga than it is with the um, designs that they had for the anime, mm. in that the eyes were just a bit bigger than they were. They still have to, you know, make them more solid and less wispy than they um, appear in the manga because, you know, you need to be able to animate them. Right. But it is definitely a much more fluid animation. A lot of money, even though it's by, even though it's, though it's by Toei, a lot of money went into this animation. What does Toei do that you don't like? Uh, they do the... I mean, everyone can tell you don't like it when you say, yeah. like, toy. <laughs> yeah, they do the One Piece anime, and um, well. they kind of suck at it right now. Wait, like, is there there's still One Piece going on right now? Oh, One Piece has been going on for a decade. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> there's over 600 episodes, and the more recent ones, you just kind of get to a point where you feel like they think, oh, yeah... They're going to watch it no matter what, so we can just have the budget. So did they take it um, over the animation from a different studio? Oh, no. They've been doing it always. It's just that when you, having seen the first episode, the animation looks... I mean, the art style and the animation, everything looks better now than it does in the past. But at the same time, you look at it, you have moments where they just get completely lazy and don't bother to put any budget into their animation. And they, they do... They're also they're the ones that did the original Sailor Moon anime. That's why they're doing this one. And okay. they And, you know, a lot, they, unless, you know, there's a good reason, if they're doing something on, based on an ongoing series, they pad very poorly. Oh. I'm surprised that they're all from the same studio because they look so different. All three of those that we just mentioned. Yeah, yeah they do. remind me of well, each other at all. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. That's the thing. one thing that Toy is good at is that they match the original creator's art style very well. Mm. And so some, is One Piece a manga? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's manga. <laughs> but yeah, they've got, they've, you've got a lot of studios where they have a sort of like in-house art style basically mm-hmm. but the ones that adapt manga you know manga series are very good at adopting a new art style um mm-hmm. to make it so that it looks like the actual proper show the original but yeah this one i have to say it is definitely much better animated though at the same time it is very much okay look we're not playing coy here you already know this crap so yeah yeah, and it is. And but it wasn't really played coy in the first show. Not it was as just much. played obnoxiously. Yeah, it it did tend to. It does tend to drag. And tuxedo mask didn't save her this time. Oh yeah, he just you know yelled at her, it's which like, is stop. so yeah, so much more reasonable. Yeah, he's like, knock this off. Like, stop running around. Okay, and yeah. then okay, mm-hmm. save yourself. Yeah, so she did actually do something. It's well, honestly, if you had to. If he hadn't stopped her, she probably would have won faster. Uh. It was like, it's a sonic wave. It's like, I don't remember that from the anime the first time around, but okay. So, what's your point on that one? Uh, I would give it a 4.5. Oh, very Yeah, it's, it's really good. It's really good. It's, um, I'm taking points off because it's 
again, it's still Sailor Moon, not my favorite show in the world. But it is still done very well, I think, and it adapts, and it does move at a much, much, much better pace. Oh, so much brisker. Yeah, I do have to say that it may be a little too fast. Oh. In that we do move, you know, we do move through the stuff that people already know a bit quickly. But at the same time, it, we are promised, at the end of the episode, we're promised that we'll be getting into the other characters a lot sooner. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a big, big deal to yeah. me. What's, what I really kind of like about this one is that it's, um, you know, 2014 animation, but with a, like a 1990 art style. Yeah. Which really looks nice, mm-hmm. you know, because I mean, because they have, they can't adapt adapt the art style to make it look any different than the original mm-hmm. but it still it's really nice to see that kind of old art style done in a new animation it looks a little weird at times where you feel like okay like the coloring and everything and the lighting is something that you know you see in a modern show but you don't see it with that specific art style as much uh-huh. anymore uh-huh. you know the character eyes are not at, aren't drawn as big now as they used to be mm-hmm. so yeah it's quite it is i think yeah i think overall i quite enjoy it it is a well put together series uh-huh. and i think fans of the original will be um will enjoy it a lot enjoy it a lot yeah i think this is kind of the show that i expected in my head from all the girls that I knew talking about it. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, this is way more in line with what I was expecting, you know. Yeah, yeah, definitely. More interesting than the original, I, I feel. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I'm not their target audience, obviously, in any way, well, shape, yeah, or form. But... I did think it was kind of I did think it was kind of funny where they're even... The thing is, if you compare the manga to the original anime, the one of the things that... Um, is not well known is that the anime was actually made in a way to appeal to more guys. Oh. Where like you'll find a lot of like uh where there's a little more focus on fan service than there was in the oh. original manga. You know, just stuff, you know, focus more on the hey, look, cute girls, which was generally meant to attract more guys. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, the well, I mean just kind of like that's why the art style when you compare it to the manga versus the first anime it does look a bit different. Mm-hmm. It looks less like something that's aimed at girls and more like something that's kind of middle ground. And so, and with this one, what I thought was kind of funny was that it doesn't really do that as much, but just due to the fact that animation has to have more, so- the lines have to be more solid, and it's a style that appeal- would appeal more to a, lot, a wider range of guys than the um, original manga artwork would. Uh-huh. And so we kind of have to see, wait and see where it goes, whether it does the cheese, the cheesecake fan service later on. Right. Or what? Because there's some moments in the original anime where you're just like, okay, you, you put that there for the guys, didn't you? Mm-hmm. Like, I think there's one episode. All the poor brothers that got dragged by their mm-hmm. sisters to go see it. <laughs> yeah, there's like that one, there's one episode where they're talking about how they're going to put up, put on a show for, uh, they're going to, put up on a um, Snow White show uh-huh. and they're all arguing about who should be Snow White and it's like well it should be me because I have less you know I'm spending more time studying so I don't have as much time to you know um, practice and everything and she spends most of the time asleep so and then others like another one is like oh it should be the one with the biggest chest and sort of does the whole like you, you know stick push the chest stick out. the chest out and you're like that ain't for the girls there. That's for the guys. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of like... And it's not like it's done as much as a lot of more current fan service right. shows do, which right. get you haven't even seen them yet. They get ridiculous. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, and so maybe I'll, maybe I'll make you watch one of those just to give you a taste <laughs> of what those are like. But still, at the same time, it's like, okay, that was definitely... That scene was definitely written for the ma- the male gaze there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So as much as I hate that phrase, it sometimes yeah. it, it applies. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I definitely have to say, definitely a good start to the new show. It's yeah. very promising. It's yeah. though yeah. At the same time, while watching it, I'm like, nobody else come down here. Uh, <laughs> it's like I'm starting off with free, and then Sailor Moon was like, it was like I swear we're gonna watch some badass robot action next. 
Two in a row. Yeah. Speaking of which, Shirogane no Ishi Argevolen. I think I like this one better. Yeah. Than the the uh, I can't remember the the Noah one. Yeah, Old Noah Zero. Old Noah Zero. I think personally, I like the Old Noah Zero one a little more. Oh, good. So we can debate on this. Yeah, because the thing with Shirogane is it's the basic plot is um, there's two fictional countries. They have battle robots. They're at war. The the one of the enemies is invade. The enemy is invading the ma- the hero's country, and they're doing this whole thing as like, oh, we're this is liberation because their people, their government is corrupt and whatnot. But which at the it sa- seems like it is. Yeah, but at the same time, it's like yeah, but invading. <laughs> yeah, and they do. They have like you know the whole. They go through the whole standard. Oh look, here's these. Typical battle robots, but look—he discovers a secret weapon. It's a super advanced robot, right? And it's more powerful than anything else. It can just punch other robots and destroy them instead of using guns. And the problem that I have with it is that, I mean, I like the setting. Mm-hmm. Um, I do like the. This is not the real world. This is a made-up world, so it adds a little bit of fantasy to the sci-fi element yeah. there. But at the same time, it's. It is very much the same robe, the standard robot show over and over, going all the way back to Gundam, where it's... Was it Gundam or Gundam Wing? Gundam was the original. There's many, many, many Gundam series, of which Gundam Wing is only one. Is that... Uh, all are they all the same? No, they're they're pretty disconnected. Oh, okay. I mean, they basically follow the same plot line of... There's this war between these two empires. Mm-hmm. I, I think one of them's on Mars, but I can't remember. But it's, you know, actually there are a bunch of different planets. Mm-hmm. And they're these, like, you know, like the main, the good guys and the bad guys that like the Empire and whatnot and everything. And it's basically all focused on the war between them just following different characters. But a lot with the main, like just starting with the main, the very first Gundam series, you have regular main character discovers this super advanced battle robot. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, it's not as obviously more powerful than the Argivolen is in this series or whatever they right. called it again. Uh-huh. Where, you know, where, you know, it's more like these are barely functioning robots, but then you've got this super advanced robot. With the Gundam it was more it's just basically the next step up, but it's a realist a more realistic step from what they had before. Okay. And so but it still follows that same beat of you know, there's a war, it's fought with robots. At some point, you know, one side has created this more advanced robot, and then the main character starts piloting it for whatever reason. What I did like with this one was that he was already a pilot. Mm-hmm. And so it wasn't like random kid gets, um, you know, ends up piloting this robot that he has no place piloting. Yeah. And so... I think I liked it because I felt like all the characters... I could get invested in all of them. Mm. Well, on the the hero side, right? Because we didn't meet anyone on the other side. Not yet. But so there's the the colonel that is totally betrayed by mm-hmm. his superiors, and he I thought he was interesting. I felt like the captain. I think it was the captain, right? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And the girl that was. Was the girl the captain or was the guy the captain? I don't know. But the guy the was the captain. The girl was like his lieutenant or something. Okay, so but the captain and lieutenant were. Were mm-hmm. also really interesting, but I, I could totally see where they're coming from. Like, no, mm-hmm. we got to run. Yeah, we we shouldn't be following orders. Mm. And then I really liked the kid because he's an idealist. Yeah, you know, and he wants to go save the civvies, and mm. he's you know the the little guy. I felt like all of them I could totally be interested in their stories. And there were way more girl characters in this anime. Oh, true. Than in the next one. Well. Fair enough, yeah, and I do like... Well, and the other thing is, I've never watched any of those robot yeah, shows. So. The only robot show I've ever watched is Pacific Rim, yeah. which is <laughs> more of a homage to... Stuff like this. To stuff like this, yeah. well, and, and the kaiju whole thing. Yeah. But, and I thought Pacific Rim was delightful. Mm. I just thought it was very, um, yeah, very silly, but very fun. Yeah, yeah. And, it's... and so this one just kind of reminded me of, well, I think this one was tamer than the next one, too. A little, yeah. I feel like this one was definitely just like a mid-PG. Mm. You know, there were some deaths, but you totally could have watched this on Nickelodeon or Cartoon yeah. Network. I'd with, say more Cartoon Network. With very minor edits. And Nickelodeon, more edits. Cartoon Network, I can... 
Yeah. Well, Nickelodeon has Korra on there. Well, yeah, but they would have had to edit out some of the blood, which of there which there wasn't much. Very little. There was even there was one moment where you see like these foot soldiers get gunned down, and I'm looking at it, and they but start falling was... down, and I'm like, "Where's the blood?" And then the next scene, you see blood. Oh, okay, there we go. It was so fast. Yeah, it still felt like a slight animation mistake or weakness in oh. that it would have, you know, it's like you know if. They had really a more of a budget to, small, to younger kids. Maybe, but I think with the thing with anime is that they're a lot less worried about blood in shows aimed at smaller kids. Oh, really? Hmm. So the age range that this is being aimed at would not have a problem with blood, I don't think. Who do you think that's being aimed for? We're talking about wise? yeah, thirteen to sixteen. Is so what I'm right, thinking. my age range, perfect. Yes. <laughs> Little known fact. <laughs> No, but James is actually 13 years old. Yes, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. I mean, that's the thing about doing this podcast is that you know, if we were f- if we filled it with a bunch of people that watch anime, you'd get a lot of opinions probably closer to mine. Of yeah, it's goodish, but at the same time, it's not. We've fresh, seen it. Yeah. yeah, it's like you know, it's been done before. Um, I do like. I don't know, the character designs, what I like about them is that they tend to be a little more, um, a little more, uh, subdued. Uh-huh. Um, not the, not what you get with, like, you know, all the bright hair and everything. This is a little, it's like they've decided, okay, we'll leave the bright-haired weirdness to the, um, comedy shows. The serious shows, let's stick with, you know, more realistic hair. And I think overall, I like the design, I kind of like some of the character designs, uh, I like the design for that one, um, that one female pilot. I don't know. It's just it like it manages to do the, weird. The blonde one. Yeah. Yeah. Does, she's cool. Yeah. It does weird anime hair without it being something that could never happen in the real world. Uh-huh. It's like maybe she uses a bit more mousse than a soldier would, but at the same time, it's weirdness without being entirely impossible. Right. So hey, cosplay opportunity there. <laughs> But, yeah. yeah, I like... Okay, so I have a question mm-hmm. that's going to sound insensitive. Uh-oh. I know, I was just like trying to figure this out. In Japan, don't most people have darker hair? Yeah, they do. So what is with all the blondes and blue hairs and purple and green and pink? Um, a theory that I don't... I've never had this confirmed by, you know, an actual Japanese person. Mm-hmm. But the theory that I keep hearing is that a lot of anime designs, especially early ones are based more on non-Japanese people. Oh. Like, for example, when you get the weird anime, the weird ones with, like, the giant eyes mm-hmm. and the really wacky hair colors, it, a theory is that those characters are designed based on how they perceive non-Asians, basically. Oh, okay. You know, sort of like, you know, see a bunch of Westerners come over with, like, brown and blonde and red hair, and they're all like... And they see that, and they see these people with these, compared to them, giant eyes. And then suddenly you start thinking, ah, suddenly the anime designs make more sense. And I think part of it is also that just purely, um, it's a necessity. Because it would be really hard, with some art styles, not as much now, but with some art styles, it would be hard to differentiate between characters (laughs) if they didn't have different hair color, you know, hairstyles. With the way some um, with the way some artists draw, and adding different hair colors to it also makes it easier to differentiate. Do you do that in American cartoons? Because I haven't ever paid attention. I guess not. Not really. No, there with like the only one I've watched is what Clone Wars, and they all yeah. have the hair color based on their characters. Their characters in the movies. Yeah, it's not as much. Tend um, yeah, with most American shows that I've seen, they tend to have um, realistic hair colors. But they just, I don't know, they just do something different with the designs. And when I say that, you know, they need different hair colors or different hairstyles to differentiate them from each other, that's, we're talking much older anime there. Most current anime is able to get away with, you know, characters that have similar, you know, hairstyles and hair colors. Like with Alden Argyvalen, you've got a lot of, like, you know, if you didn't, you if you took away the hair of the um you know of the lieutenant and the colonel i mean the captain and the colonel mm-hmm. you'd still be able to pretty much still tell them apart yeah but it's i think part of it is 
the more similar certain hair colors and hairstyles are, the harder it is to tell them that's apart. True. Because if everyone has, you know, because that's the thing with if everyone has um, black hair, mm-hmm. then after a while you're just, uh, I know that you all have different faces, but I'm having a really hard time distinguishing the main character from the sea I of think black I hair. I still could tell. Yeah, and I mean, I don't know. Western cartoons have the advantage of one with ones that are more current ones, they can draw from a larger range of ethnicities. Mm-hmm. Like you know, you're not gonna about to go get the the white the white blonde American and the dark black haired Mexican American and then the black American. You're not about to get those people confused. That's I mean, true. if it was just a bunch of white people on a show, then after and they were all blonde. After a while, you'd be like, uh, wait, which one's which? That's ridiculous. But at the same, and I think also part of it is because just having black, everyone have black, realistic black hair would be boring. Well, I'm sure the people dye their hair. Over. Oh, yeah, yeah. There are a lot of younger people in Japan that dye their hair. I just thought, hmm, I wonder. You... Like, Usagi's mom having blue hair has always just kind of been like, I think that's. I think with the blue hair like that, it's meant. To, if it were put in a realistic setting, it's meant to be. Hey, look, she's got black hair, basically. But you know, it's way because a lot of times, because when you get down to it, people with black hair don't really have black black hair. That's true. It's shade. It's it's dark shades of like brown, basically. Mm-hmm. And even there are some cases where you look at hair and you're like, that's almost kind of a blue shade a bla- to it. A black blue. Yeah, black mm-hmm. blue shade to it for the really dark ones. And I Just think like that's Haru. what they're going for. Yes. That was a free reference for those. Yes, exactly. Yeah, so, and I think, but ultimately it does come down to it's just more interesting to have more colorful characters in a cartoon, in an anime, mm-hmm. and people will lynch me for saying that. I know, I'm like, well, you might get yeah. lynched for this. Yeah, but, you know, it, it is, I mean, it's not as noticeable now as much. You tend to get more realistic ones. Like, if you take a look yeah. at one of the shows here, it's like, you know, that's on this um, list of shows coming out. You've got, like, brown hair, lighter brown hair, black hair, green hair, red hair. But the green is still of a more muted shade. Then, and so it's like, you know, that could just be a shade of black hair in real life. Or the other one is red. is like a little more red to it, but still a bit more orange. Uh-huh. And so you, so hmm. you kind of got that, but yeah, it does kind of come down to. It's just more visually more dynamic to have characters yeah. with different hair color, and and that's kind of the thing. And it also, and that's why a lot of um, younger people do like to bleach their hair to get more blonde hair or red hair or like a lighter brown hair. I think normally you only you don't get as much people coloring their hair like bright orange or bright red or blue right. or something like that, but you still tend to get people bleaching their hair because it's kind of a way to stand out in a society where everyone naturally has black hair, yeah. which is kind of a hard thing to understand for you know people from a play from well European descent is that what you're trying to go for basically yeah well I was you know, I was kind of thinking thinking to myself oh yeah actually. When you consider the fact that white people are pretty much the only ethnicity that has different hair color. Because you think about it, Middle Easterners, black, Africans, black, all Asians, pretty much black, Indians, black. Yeah. And so even the ones even the ones that are We need to dye her black. That's how I just said <laughs> Yeah. It's like that's our that's our rebellion and then all the all the Japanese are like, Why? Why you do that? <laughs> yeah. But I don't know, that is kind of the weird thing, isn't it? Even the ones, even people that are classified as Caucasians, that, but that aren't, you know, straight out white, like mm-hmm. um, Middle Easterners and Indians, mm-hmm. which from what I understand anthropologically, they're classified the same as white people. Mm-hmm. They all tend to have black hair. It's just Western Europeans that have different color hair, mm-hmm. which is kind of weird when you think about it. Not only compare... We're we're basically a bunch of freaks where we have the most variety in our eye color, the most variety in our hair color. We're among some of the few people on this planet that can drink milk. Oh, I love cheese. I do like cheese. All right, well, so we've totally derailed this conversation. We have. Let's go back to the last episode we watched. Yeah, let's talk about Old Noah Zero, which is... This one I liked better. Um, Okay. A little bit more. I mean, it does still have... 
it is still taking a page from um, Gundam's book, basically, with the different stellar, you know, empires. Uh-huh. Except with this one, it's more, you've got Earth, you've got Mars that was colonized by people from Earth, and they hate people left on Earth, and I'm just sort of... So, I was trying to figure that out. Were they colonized, like, thousands of years ago? No, I think it was more recent. Like, they discovered the alien technology, then people colonized it. At least, or... But that guy said to the, like, to... What guy? The, no, the handmaiden said to the princess mm. that they left so long ago that they're not even the same kind of people. Yeah, and then at the same time, they're talking about how there was, like, that war incident 15 years ago. Yes. It had to have been... I mean, it had to have been going on more, and then there was the big explosion that destroyed the moon. I, I guess that my problem with the show yeah. is that the plot is so convoluted yeah. and confusing, and I couldn't figure out... <laughs> who was who and what was what on the show? I did like the main character better. Yeah, mm. he kind of cracked me up with yeah. his obsession about cooking and all, and being a lot more monotone. But he kind of reminds me of um, what was it, Haru from Free? <laughs> yes. Where it's like it seems to be a trend to sort of like go the opposite direction of the energized Nagi high spirits. Stuff. Yeah, you know, yeah. energized high spirits main character that's like, well, with friendship, we'll win. But it's more like, okay, yeah, whatever. Hey, guys, there's a missile coming. We should we probably should leave. Move. Yeah. And they're like, wait, what? And they just kind of look at it. Well, him. I know. I'm thinking, if your friend that's so morose says we should leave, you should run. Yeah. What are you doing standing there? I did like their, uh. I did like their reaction where it's like they're just staring at him. They're just trying to figure out if he's messing with them yeah. because you can just imagine what's going on in their head they're like this isn't normal for him to do but at the same time that's just ridiculous yeah. and then they see the missile and everything blows up and the plot was kind of easily predictable especially as soon mm -hmm. as that one guy that one knight um duke count person oh the count when the count talks the other night and then the other night's like Oh, if they kill the princess, we're going to invade. And you're going, well, of course they're going to kill the princess. <laughs> you're going to invade. It's like, oh, I figured out the plot. Yeah. And you've got these people that are basically shown, like, you know, they're terrorists. But at the same time, you sort of think there is a little bit of enough ambiguity with them in that they could be people that were, you know, humans that are like, you know, screw you. Mm -hmm. Or they could be Martians that are all like, hey, we're working here for, you know, we're working to start this war. And I think part of the thing is, my theory is that they were Martian agents there, not That's, actual humans. I would have guessed that as well. It's because they are talking about how for so long we've been lying low. Maybe it could refer to humans saying, oh, we've been wanting to get back at these Martians, so we've been lying low for so long. But it seems more no, like seems... enemy agents in an enemy, you know, in a country that they're having to hide from yeah. everyone. So that did seem a lot more along the lines of what what I'm thinking. I like the setting a little more. I like mm -hmm. the I like the animation more. Mm -hmm. I loved the animation in this. Yeah, it's I think very it was nice. The then killing the princess although as you say that she's probably not dead. She's probably alive. But that was a little bit uh, and then when I really did not like when the ships came down and they actually showed us frying the people. Oh yeah, that that was that kind of caught me off guard, and I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Because I was expecting the show to kind of be more in the range of the um, the episode right before. Right. Yeah, a little more. And it's definitely it's. Oh, Noah Zero was a lot more serious, willing to yeah. you know show a man striking a child, uh, mm -hmm. show yeah. a spaceship crash, and you know kill mm -hmm. millions of people yeah well it was and new orleans those, so <laughs> well and have those two little kids like watching the, the they, falling stars like i wish for world peace it's like oh you're gonna have a bad time kid oh like that I was that was on the nose that was very on the nose i was like oh come on it's like let's hang a lantern on this yeah that was very yeah that was very much you know i think it's just a little dis more distressing a little bit more, yeah. And I like some post-apocalyptic stuff. Yeah. Well, this, this one just kind of... Yeah, this one is definitely uh, one that's going to be t be a little more serious. The, yeah. uh, the uh, whatchamacallit, the Shirogane no Ishii is going to be, seems like it's going to be more fun. Yes. But at the same time, I kind of get the, the thing that I, the reason I like Old Noah Zero is the character's feel more real to me. Yeah. Like in Shirogane no Ishii, 
Argivolen, let's just call it Argivolen. In, in Argivolen, they feel more like um, archetypes, you know? Well, there were so many of them, we didn't really get to meet them. Yeah, which, which true, granted, we'll probably get to know them better, but still you've got the... You've got the the cranky smart girl and yeah, the, the idealistic boy. Yeah, and you you've know. got and so on. So you've got you've got some use of stereo archetypes there. The lo- the the captain and his sergeant lieutenant, whatever she is, they seem kind of uh, they seem kind of fun. A little on the a little stereotypical as well, a little archetypal as well, yeah. but still fun enough. What I like about this one, the Odd Noah Zero, is they feel more a little more real um to me it's like i I watch them and i see okay this has potential to be something that has more of a lasting impact Mm -hmm. um on me though i will say that it did feel like the expository dialogue in odd noah zero was much more ham-fistedly Handled. This is so convoluted. That's it yeah. It's like there was yeah. There was a lot of information. A lot of the characters were like, as you know, fifteen years ago. I was like, well, if you know it, why are you saying it? Yeah. It's more like um, I do think that with um, Argival and it kind of pulls us into the story a little more. It gives us kind of the basic. I mean, it does cheat a little bit via the use of a narrator, mm-hmm. which says these are the countries they're fighting. Um, but that was better than saying these are the empires that are fighting but you don't understand where did the empire come from did it come from well I think I do like that I do like that little bit of ambiguity to Odd Noah Zero but I do feel like early on when they're trying to they're really kind of hammering in this sense of hey there's a backstory here but with but at the same time it feels like the while the dialogue and writing is ham-fistedly um, backstory building. Uh-huh. It also feels like I like the animation on the characters better. I like yeah. the characters themselves when they're not busy being all, oh hey, we um, you know we aren't um, you know this is what happened 15 years ago. I think the best one. I mean, honestly, the moment when the kids were in the bus and they're talking about oh all this expository stuff and everything was a bit on the nose. But I think the perfect yeah. scene would have been when you had the lieutenant. I was going to get confused between who's which rank between these two shows. Yeah. But when you've got the lieutenant and he's talking with his doctor and his doctor's like, dude, stop drinking. And he's like, I can't drink. I remember what happened. And well, yeah. And then you didn't tell us what actually happened. Well, yeah. But I mean, granted, ah! that makes sense in context. He doesn't want to remember. Yeah. So he's not going to bring it up. I mean, this would, I mean, imagine he is you and the war is the first episode of Lupin the Third. <sighs> would that not drive you to drink and not want to talk about it ever again? Well. And so that's kind of... A, and it works better, but that felt like more of a better place for doing the expository dialogue because, mm-hmm. you know, drunk people like to talk and someone that's drunk and is trying to forget this trauma from their past would probably have reason to talk about it a bit more. Yeah. You know, it would make more sense in terms of Hey, doctors, like, you know why I drink. And it's because I, it's like, yes, I know, you talk, tell me every time. Like, well, I'm going to tell you about that time that the Martians screwed us over. And, you know, it's sort of, that would, that would work in context. Yeah. And I feel that the characters in this show are, you get more from them. With, oh, yeah. With um, Argival, and it's very much uh, straightforward. What you see is what you get at the moment. I wonder if I like that. Which, you know, I mean, if that's what you like about it, that's fine. For me, it's sort of like I'm getting to the point where a lot of times I have a hard time getting into new anime because a lot of times they do rely on those archetypes. With this one, what I'm liking so far is, granted, the main character is... Haru, who likes eggs. Yeah, he's (laughs) becoming more of a... His type of character is becoming the new stereotype. Right. So eventually I'll get tired of that. But still, it's... It's fresh for now. It's fresh enough. Yes, like the eggs that were on sale. But, um... Indeed. But what I like the most, what most stood out for me was his sister and the lieutenant. Where you're just looking at that and you're looking at their scenes and you just feel that... There's more going on here than just That's what we're true. shown. That's true. With Argival, and it's sort of like it's what you see is what you get. Yeah, what you see is what you get. You'll probably get more later on, but with this one, there's a hint of hey, these characters. There's more to them. The 
the way they're written when they're not doing expository dialogue and the way they're portrayed and acted and animated suggests that, hey, there's more here than, you know, than there may be in other cases. It feels more like... It feels a little bit more like a movie than a TV show mm. in a certain way, mm-hmm. where Argivalen is the TV show, which is perfectly fine, but this one is... But, you know, at the same time, you know, you've got the characters in Argivalen. Their past doesn't matter to the basic story right now, but with this right. one... It's all about the characters' past, mm-hmm. you know. A lot mm-hmm. of with a lot of them, there's a lot of talk about what happened in the past, and as even though it's over the top, at the same time, you still get these characters where where their past is influencing their presence, right. and I feel that kind of works a little better for me, and that's why I like this mm-hmm. one better. But so, out of the four, is this the only one that you want to like? If if you're just you know picking. A show randomly. Well, you can pick all four if you want. Yeah. The shows that you'd want to keep watching after just seeing the first episode. Is this one you want to watch this summer? This one or any of them you want to watch this summer? This one I'll definitely keep watching. This is even one that I'd recommend Nathan take a look at. Uh-huh. Um, he may be a little annoyed with the main character and is, oh, hey, look at me. I'm, I'm bland. That's my thing. <laughs> but I think he'd get a kick out of the, the, the what, what they do with the characters. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, sure, there are, is a lot of stuff like... Oh, hey, look, they killed the princess. I am not surprised by this. You know, some of the story elements are very obvious. Yeah. But at the same time, the... I do, I do think that just for the characters alone, I'd recommend this one to him. And this one is definitely out of the four is the one that I'd like to watch the most. Mm-hmm. It's got the most. It's got the most pulling me in. Mm-hmm. Um, Sailor Moon, I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep watching because I want to see. Oh, how are, what are they gonna do different this time around? Uh-huh. Well, I already know the story. Yeah. But I'm still interested in seeing what will happen. How they're going to do it next. It's less what will happen next, but how will it happen next? Right. Right. Three. I don't give two craps about the story, but it's funny enough that it's the kind of show that I will watch. Not on my own, but if you want to come over and watch it, as that's as one that I'll. Uh, yeah. Family and friends don't know about it. Don't it's, ask. Don't tell. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. It's with that one. Yeah, that one is one that's good to watch with friends because it's it's funny, but in a way that you need to have other people there. There are certain comedies that are funny all on their own. You know, you can watch them. You don't need anyone else. Um, for example, The Simpsons. You know, you can watch it and enjoy it on your own. Mm. This one, the jokes rely on the fact that you often have to laugh because... You feel like, if I'm just going to sit here in silence, this will be awkward. Right. You know, like the whole, my, my, what was it, my pro point or my best muscle oh, my. point is like my triceps and everything. And you're just like, if I were watching that on my own, I'd be like, uh. But watching it together is like, ha ha, this is so crazy. <laughs> this is funny. I'm going to laugh to secret, to make sure that the other person watching it with me, <laughs> that they know that I think this is funny and that no other reason. Uh, shifty eyes. <laughs> shifty eyes. No, but it, it is really actually kind of funny. Um, I think Argavolin I'll still watch because I'm curious, but at the same time, I'm getting very strong vibes of this is every other show where the focus is, look at this super advanced robot. Uh-huh. You know, um, oh, it's another one. It reminds me a little bit of... Oh, I forget what it's called, and I haven't actually watched it, but... <laughs> anyway, it's just, you know, just imagine just any... Just those big robot movies. Yeah. It's, it, it is very much the difference between, um, say, for example, uh, oh, what is it called? It's the one, anyone listening, you may know what I'm talking about. It's the one with a girl with the green hair. and Oh, yeah, that one, totally. Yeah, it's the robot. It's a super special robot. Her and main character basically adopt these kids that are around and the kids are annoying and anyway i forget sounds like a win of a show it's i don't know a lot of people like it it's a it's um i forget again i can't remember what it's called but it's you know it's a difference between that versus a show like pat labor where i find the more tolerable um mecha shows are the ones where it's not about how super special awesome main robot is Mm -hmm. it's more hey look here's the characters they just happen to work in an environment that has giant robots. Pat Labor is the one that you may want to check out because it's basically 
it's a cop show, huh. but the cops have giant robots. That's interesting. And the focus is on the characters and not the fact that these are super special robots. You know, uh-huh. no, they're just police issue robots. You know, they're better than a lot of, you know, than like the, you know, the farm robots and whatnot that you get, but they're still not the most advanced robots in existence. Mm-hmm. Kind of like, you know, how police tend to have good cars, but they're not all driving around in Ferraris, right. basically. And so the focus there is on the police versus, um, this is going to drive me crazy. It's on Toonami at some point, or it was like a year ago, but anyway. Yeah, the, the difference, and the difference there is that it's all about how, oh, look at how super special awesome this robot is, and that's why it's more powerful. And it's the focus is, it feels like they're trying to split the main character between the actual character and the robot, even though okay. the robot is a robot, so it doesn't really have a personality. Uh, one that does it pretty well was um, Full Metal Panic. Mm-hmm. Where they do have a little bit of the whole this robot is super special, but not but it's less this robot is super special before um compared to the other robots. Uh-huh. It just happens to have this like special reactor that allows it to do things that you normally can't do in reality, yeah. like for example, when he activates the drive, it allows him to like you know jump his robot off of like. Um, you know, traffic signs and things like that, which with barely leaving a dent, which should be impossible because, you know, several ton robot. But the re- the thing with that one is it doesn't really count as a mecha show per se because the focus really is on the characters mm-hmm. and everything. But it's really it's a really good one. It's got like two series. The second season you the second series you may not want to watch just because it's uh, <laughs> a little intense compared to the first one. But the for some reason, yeah, they did a quick warning for James. Oh yeah, it's like they they have a show a character's neck getting uh. sliced, and it focuses on it a little bit more, and you're like, is that white in there? Oh hey look, it's their when thro- it's their you know throat pipe or whatever you call it. Oh, and I'm like, ah, that was disturbing. Moving on, but yeah, that one was weird because what it di- does is it takes the first series is just straight up action adventure comedy kind of uh-huh. then it does a second um an in-between series not the actual second series but an in-between series uh-huh. which is basically just high school comedy oh. and it's really funny huh. but yeah i think that's that's definitely one to watch um at least the first and second one the first one to get to know the characters the second one just because it's hilarious uh-huh. but then the actual second series the third series i guess is the one that's more intense uh-huh. which it's a really good story but at the same time yeah. it's a bit more intense but so it's a weird tone shift between the three series yeah <laughs> but yeah overall i have to say um, i'm my i'm giving old noah zero a oh geez how am i gonna rank this i think i shall rank it it's not a perf it's not perfect because there are still some elements i'm gonna give it a 4.5 you can give it a five and still say it has problems. No, no. There's so many things that I would give fives to that I know I don't, are not perfect. I mean, fives for me really are for perfect shows. There's no such thing as a perfect show. Oh, they exist what? somewhere. I'll find it. Okay, well. But, you know, I mean... Did you... So, since summer is the time for binging. Yeah. Have you started any new anime shows this week? Not really, no. Okay, well, I watched two new shows. Uh-oh. Should we talk about those? Which ones did you Well, see? I watched Lupin the Third, the first episode, mm. and I watched the first episode of One Piece. Let's go over them briefly, because I do want to okay. do, do, do one, since One Piece is an ongoing show on the one you watched, you it's like almost, almost 20 years old. 20 years old. Well, let's, let me double check. Let's see. One Piece manga. I'm going to look up. Jeez, oh, why is it slow? I'm going to look up, because I think I, oh, Jesus, I don't think it's exactly two, uh, 20 years old, but uh-huh. I know it came out in the 90s. So these are two really, really old shows. Then, oh, Lupin the Third is even older. Oh, Lupin the We're talking the 70s. like, yeah, 70s, yeah. 80s, whatnot. No, it was 70s, 70s. the first one. Okay. Yeah, so that one's like 40 years old. Oh, jeez. That's, that's So old. that one... Well, should we do Lupin first or One Piece first? Yeah, let's do Lupin first because that one. So Lupin, um, anyone that likes old spy stuff will enjoy it. Will yeah. love it. It's it is hilarious. Mm. My biggest beef with it, of course, is the treatment of women. But <laughs> you know, forty years ago, welcome to the seventies. <laughs> it's probably going to be expected. Welcome to the seventies anime where you have not even seen the worst of it. Yeah, but I thought that Lupin was 
like the whole the whole idea behind it is mm-hmm. very funny. It's kind of like a get smart sort of feeling. Yeah. What you you need to watch Castle of Cagliostro. It's a movie of Lupin the Third, but it was yeah, done I need, by just I need to watch that. Yeah, Hayao Miyazaki, so he say what you want about Hayao Miyazaki. He's very good at not being a sexist pig. Yes. In that, in this is one of those the one downside of that movie for purists of the show is that they kind is that Lupin is oh no sorry Lupin is oh. Lupin does not act the way he's the way he normally does. Uh-huh. You know because he's not so creepy. Yeah, but yeah, I. Guess- my biggest thing is there's just some very uh, creepy stuff that goes on in the episode that can totally be trigger worthy for yeah. people these days. It yeah, it is. I mean, it is, and the the advantage of it is that they don't ever flat out. I don't believe that original show ever flat out shows sex. No, at all. As opposed to the most recent one of it, which just flat out shows sex. Well, not. Flat out shows it, but it does it in a very stylistic way. That's that one from 2012. Yeah, mm-hmm. which that one I'm just like, I don't know. That one I just heard about, and I was like, wait, so they completely rewrote the characters where Zenigata, the police chief, rather than being this sort of bumbling fool searching after Lupin, he's actually this kind of awful person because he's like, you, like he's using Fujiko, the woman, to yeah. sort of like um, have her work for him basically but at the same time he's banging her oh. and at the same time I'm like that seems a little out of character yeah, for the hinted that they were they had a relationship in, which one in the Fujiko Fujiko and the police, police guy, guy. did it the first episode yeah hmm. wasn't it I guess in this one they flat out short but at the hmm. same time it's I don't know it'd be kind of I guess it'd be kind of weird for anyone that's, because I mean, with the series, as far as what I know about it, is that Fujiko is basically Lupin's love interest, through, Lupin's yeah. love interest throughout them, even though they never actually do anything. Right. Which, but at the same, I don't know. Yeah, I guess I'd have to watch. I well, haven't actually watched the first episode yet because oh, we yeah. decided not to really go, do a full episode on it. Right. But yeah, that one is. Well, my mm. my final verdict of that one is, mm-hmm. if you like the spy shows and you're not easily offended. Yeah, that shows for you, especially if you like the old like Hanna Barbera stuff. Yeah, that's the style it reminded me of, and it was very mm. fun and funky. But it is rather offensive to today's sensibilities. A bit, yeah, and I mean, and of course, the most recent show that they do, they step it up a little bit with that, I guess, which yeah. is kind of weird. But yeah, all right, well, and so in One Piece, yeah, so just that as was an a, interesting episode, yeah, just as a heads up, this was the first episode came out in nineteen ninety nine. So in five years, it will be to have been 20 years since the anime started. years old. Yeah, so it's an old one. So it's as old as The Phantom Menace. Oh, dear. Wow. Yes. Yeah, so just about... Oh, wow, that's just about... Wow, that was when I was negative, too, right? Yeah. Because now I'm 13. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah, so what... Yeah, well, eventually I'm going to convince Nathan to watch it again, and we'll do a full episode on it. But just off of the first episode, what do you think? Well... I actually sat there and was trying to figure out. I'm like, are they? Is this supposed to be comedy? Because I think I heard some where it's supposed to be comedy. It's a, it's a funny show, but it's also an action adventure show. Okay, because I was like, I think they're trying to be funny, but a lot of the stuff didn't make me laugh. Like Cody. Mm. Well, no, he's just annoying. He annoys me so much. Don't like, worry, he won't be around for much longer. Oh, that's good. He they drop him off in the next season. Yeah. The thing- and then I thought it was interesting. How they introduced the girl, but never did anything with her. Yeah, see, it's in, like, oh, okay. Yeah, in That's the original, in the original manga, she does not show up until her actual introduction. This was more just the anime retelling, redoing things. Oh, okay. Because the manga begins with Luffy's backstory, which we're not going to get into a flashback later. This one, the anime put it more into the action, uh-huh. and it tried to tie things together a little more. I, I like Luffy well enough. Mm-hmm. But he's going to have to probably step it up if I'm going to enjoy him. Because I was like, Art, really? Like, do something. I like him being rubbery. That was fun. Yes. You people can't see this, but I've got a big shit-eating grin on my face right now. Like, because, trust me, he gets much more interesting. Oh, good. Like, look, look, here's the thing. If you 
enjoyed this episode enough to give it at least a three out of five. Oh, done. You want to keep watching. It's going to take hundreds of episodes. Oh. But See, that is the thing. I'm like, oh, hundreds? How many episodes are there right now? Is it still going 650. on? 650. 650 It's episodes. still ongoing. Is, no. it, what, is that longer than Simpsons? Uh, let me check the Simpsons and see. Where... Sim... Oh. Simpsons. Let's see. Uh, the Simpsons are clocking in at... Dun, 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 dun. 552. Oh, I thought Simpsons had the longest yep. show. Oh, no, no, no. There are Japanese shows that are in the thousands of episodes. What? Yeah. How is that even possible? Well, they've been going since like the 50s and they're this kind of weekly it's like family Who. show. Something like that, yeah. No, it's more like they're, they're, they're these kind of like, you know, family-oriented shows with these characters that are just, you know, meant to be there just... Not for dramatic stories, but more just a sort of like a thing to watch with your family on the um, on the weekend kind of thing. I was going to say, it's not the telly, because that's totally Britain. No, yeah, we are not Britain, dang it. Well. We just celebrated Trader Day, so. Yeah, what? <laughs> well, that's from the British point of view, that's what the 4th of July is. Yeah. I saw a fun little thing, it was like this little banner, it was like on top, in front of the English flag, and it was like, <laughs> it was like, happy Trader Day, you colonial twats. Love England. I actually watched uh, fireworks last yeah. night with a British guy. So yeah. <laughs> just like the entire time was well, just there were lots like, of people, but there was a British guy there with us, <laughs> and it was like it was funny because my cousin was asking him all sorts of not Hannah another cousin. Yeah. I was asking him all sorts of questions about Britain. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I really hope that he doesn't think this cousin's being impertinent or anything, because he totally wants to know. But it's very funny having the Freedom Fireworks going yeah. on, and he's like, yeah, this and that about American politics. And I'm like, oh. That's... They cost such impertinence. Yes, exactly. Yeah, well, getting back to One Piece, because I always want to talk about One yeah. Piece. Yeah, that, the thing about One Piece is that it is the show that you don't mind that it has that many episodes, because it is Good. It is a mm-hmm. very good show. I mean, Nathan... And, and, you know, all of us that know you, Derek, are all going, hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah, screw you guys. Well, we all love you. It's just we know. But, now, here's the thing. Nathan's Sometimes only, you like things. <laughs> Nathan's only complaint against this show is that the art looks weird. That's a stupid reason. No, huh. it's not entirely a stupid reason. Yeah, I was going to say, I've but, disliked things for way worse reasons. Yeah, but it's like, I mean, I've disliked things for art styles as well. But at the same time, there are some times when you have to ignore the art and just yeah. keep going. Um, well, we will watch more and talk about it. You need to, yeah, you need to watch the first four okay, episodes, right, and then right. you need to watch more, because this really is the... Is it all on Crunchyroll? Yeah. Okay, that's good. It's all on Crunchyroll, all on Hulu. So, whichever the one gives you better ads. <laughs> yeah, Crunchyroll. Yeah, you know, the thing, yeah, the thing with One Piece is, the first episode is not. I mean, the first several episodes are not the best part of the show. Um, you know, imagine, think of it like this with Sailor Moon. I mean, when you compare it with Sailor Moon, it's got like fifty episodes in the first season, but there's like six series, mm-hmm. all about the same length. But keep in mind with Sailor Moon how you started off and you're all like, oh, I don't think I like this. But then now you're getting kind of getting to a point where you're like, oh, wait, the story's starting. This is actually more interesting. Right. With One Piece, it's that, except you're starting off from a point where, oh, this is actually pretty, this is, in, this is kind of fun. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to go to, oh, my gosh, this is, why am I crying? I should not be crying about this thing that is happening. That oh, I'm I don't want to watch spoil. this now. No, it's good. It's good tears. All right, well, <laughs> that um, is the weekend review for Andy yes. Noob Current. Yes, anything, and... Anything you want to add? <laughs> uh, there may be a few other shows that we add. I'm not sure. Okay. Because there's, I mean, there's some series where they've been ongoing for a while that I like to watch here and there, but... I can't really have you watch them because they're... Let's go get the backstory. Yeah, exactly. I may... What we may end up doing is we may do have a few moments on our episodes, on the current episodes, where we talk about... Where each of us talks about the individual shows that we watch. In fact, say, for example, if at some point I say, you know what, forget free. 
and stop watching it. I, well, I don't imagine we're going to be watching free every week. Yeah, but you know, it's like, I mean, because there are certain shows where I'm like, oh, there's this show that I've been keeping up with that I should check in on. Yeah. So, yeah. But we'll kind of, we'll see how things go. And because I found that minus the sidetracking, we ended up talking about an hour, uh, half an hour um, between the four shows. Uh-huh. And... We can all, and we, and I think that we can easily do an hour episode a week, and then ha- just have us talk about more sure. other shows rather than sidetracking ourselves. So. Well, we do that anyway. Yeah. But anyway. Yep. Anyway, this is. Yeah, I think we're good to go here, and we will see you all next week. New episodes come out on Monday, the week following the release of all the latest episodes. So we will see you all next week.